The warmest of greetings to you and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching. This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in a knowledge-rich curriculum using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen to empower your children. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is... Hi, I'm Bex. I have got experience teaching across the primary school range, and I also have the privilege of training the next generation of teachers as well. Hi, I'm Nicola, and I have similar experience to Bex working throughout primary school age, and now actually into secondary, and also I've trained teachers in my career too. And today we are exploring... What design and technology we can teach with an incredibly true wartime tale. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for Herbert's War. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you're an epic educator, as of November 2022, you'll also get the story as a paperback, gorgeously illustrated by Ellie Booth Bentley, which should be with you just in time for Armistice Day. Don't worry if you missed that, though, as you can also order the book from any bookshop, including Amazon, and Epic Educators can access the ebook and full audiobook through the Epic Tales app. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Bex and Nicola and Corporal Herbert Bauer. We're back in a time where people would have been a lot more hands-on and DT, design and technology, would definitely have been a very valued skill. So, Bex, let's uh, see how we can share that value with our children today. What what ideas do you have for us? Well, I was thinking that we could do like a couple of DT whole school projects because I think that DT is one of those subjects that's really great when you're all doing it together, maybe even coming off curriculum and doing like a DT week because then the mm. children can really build on their ideas each day. And one of the real skills in design technology is that design, make and then evaluate. And obviously that can be done at different levels depending on whether you're working with our early years children or our year six children. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking that there's a few things within the kind of story that the children could actually make or design and make. So obviously you've got the metal bed in the um, hospital. So is mm-hmm. metal the best material? Could they think of something different? Would it need to move up and down? Would it need to be on wheels to be able to transport them around? So I was thinking that they could either choose a, a bed I was thinking there's quite a lot on vehicles Hmm. within the national curriculum on things that move, particularly on wheels and motions. So I was thinking they could maybe design a tank and look at the caterpillar tracks, like perhaps for our key stage two. Uh. And actually they could make a prototype tank and try and get the caterpillar tracks to move. Perhaps Mm -hmm. for our key stage one and early years learners, maybe they could make a Jeep or something that has to have wheels that are suitable to travel over the wet conditions. So I was thinking you could look at tanks and Jeeps or cars and then look at hospital beds if you wanted to. And the kind of other thing that I was thinking of whole school project would have been making a healthy meal for the trenches because you've got food within design technology. So give a bag of rations to each class. So you could even mix up your classes because I love it when the older children get to work with the younger children. So you could have teams of different age groups from across your school with their bag of ready, steady, cook. (laughs) And then you could have like your head teacher and your deputy having the joy of coming to taste the food and see who made the best decision about the rations. And again, you can kind of have it a bit like a come dine with me. So here's our starter and our main (laughs) and our dessert and who's made the best use of their rations. So giving them that and saying, okay, we need to make the healthiest meal possible. It would need to be bought to them. You wouldn't be cooking it in the trenches. 
and yeah. kind of giving them those parameters. So, yeah. right, do you know what? With the uh, come dine with me idea, I love the idea as well of sort of showing some of the differences maybe between the ally and the Axis cuisine. <laughs> so you could actually have some British soldiers going over to the Germans in order to see what their trench is like as well as their food and, and vice versa. Sausages. Lots of them carried them around in their coats. <laughs> I bet. Maybe that could be your peppers and your tomatoes and al- allied in an mm. Axis bag. So I just thought that would be a really, really lovely way to look at DT because they'd have to plan their menu They'd have to cook it. Mm. Maybe you could put the rules of cooking it in the way that it would have been cooked in 1914. Like if you've got a forest school area, they'd actually get them cooking outside in like a field hospital. Mm. And the fact that you've got a time of year being Armistice Day where you can you can make this a school project kind of very easily, can't yeah. you? Because you're all looking at the same time. As long as there's that opportunity to plan it, to make it and then to evaluate it, then you've got... Get, get feedback from each other as well. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Speaking of feedback, anything you want to say on that, Nicola? No, I love that idea of cooking. I love the idea of being outside. It's a brilliant idea because, you know, lots of schools now have got forest areas. We certainly did in my school last year, and that would make it a real setting to work Mm. in. Yeah, thinking about the foods that the soldiers would have eaten. And it kind of links to the science episode. We talked about healthy eating and diets and the hygiene. Yeah, and what food do they need to be healthy? Mm. But actually, it was very hard by the end of the war. I think they found it very hard to get food and they'd eat obviously whatever they could but um yeah thinking of, of the diet would be a very good idea yeah and always a good excuse to get eating as well totally i've said that before haven't i that food inspires children i'm not massively sure bully beef will be inspired no, that's true. Them, they can try and make it more interesting you say that though we had spam we looked at world war ii in my class last year and we had spam sandwiches and they seemed to love it i mean that was also an interesting insight so yeah but yeah <laughs> but bring food into the curriculum that's what i say That's all we have time for in this episode, folks. If you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast, or if there's a subject you are soon to teach that you'd like us to cover, you can find us on social media using at Teach Happily, or leave us a review using your favorite podcast app. Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can enjoy knowledge-rich learning in a way that's effective, memorable and enjoyable all at the same time. Tomorrow, Corporal Herbert Bauer will help us teach music. But right now, it only remains for me to say cheerio and we hope to hear your story soon. So... Cheerio! And we hope to hear your story soon!